It's True Neutral. True Neutral. I'm Keenan. And I'm Derek. And it's been a it's been a long Christmas week for us in this this podcast. Yeah. Yes it has. You got the the Death Miss special, but we didn't really have a regular episode last week, so Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh yeah, we just got Real busy. I got a lot of personal life stuff going on around the holiday stuff that's not related, but is very integral to how things have gone for me Mm -hmm. this year. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Weird vibes going into the new year, I'll tell you that. Indeed. Yeah. Um, how's, how's your last week or two been um it's it's been all right uh i had an extra day off of work because of christmas being on monday and so that was nice to have an extra day off work i'm pretty sure i have new year's day off as well so i'll get a three-day weekend this weekend too hell yeah so that's pretty neat i suppose oh yeah uh yeah no uh for christmas i got super mario odyssey and super mario wonder which is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited. I'm already playing... Are you going to play them in chronological order? I'm playing Odyssey first. Ah. Um, Very good. Because, yeah, it was the older game, and I was like, I feel like I should play this one first. Yeah. Um, I... Fuck, I've probably put in maybe five or six hours so far, and I just beat New Donk. Hell yeah. Um, I've kind of gone back a little bit and gotten a couple of extra... Uh, power moons that i saw like you know as i was passing through the level the first time i was like oh i could easily come back and get that yeah and so i just went back and snagged like a couple of easy ones i think leaving new donk i have like some like 87 power moons right now or something like that not a whole lot um but uh you know enough yeah and i'm just kind of powering through the story at the moment power mooning through the story yeah yeah i'm gonna power moon straight through i want to get all the unlockables and stuff that i can just story mode wise yeah and then i'll go back through and collect power moons there's so much to do after you're done yeah yeah that, that, that's one you could just keep playing because there's just stuff to do yeah and that's kind of like i was like i'm just gonna beat the story and then i'll go back through and do all the extra stuff later um and then i'm excited to get through that and pop into into wonder hell yeah i, I feel I, like I don't know, but I feel like Wonder's going to be a, a lot more straightforward than Odyssey is with its collectibles and stuff. I think maybe, but I also, um, they've just gotten weird, so. Yeah, Elephant, not. I'm really excited to be Elephant Mario. Yeah. It's that, I don't know what powers that entails exactly, but it looks cool. Heavy? <laughs> heavy, yeah. I imagine heavy. Uh, maybe can, like, stampede through things? Yeah. That yeah. would be neat. Yeah, um... I got my son Wonder for Christmas, and I, I made sure to get the cartridge so I could also play it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have the cartridge of both of them. Yeah. So, I'm set. Yeah. Physical copies only. Yeah. Thank you. If, if you can get them, big recommend. Yeah. Uh, that includes of movies yes, and in, TV in, shows. Indeed. Indeed so. Yeah. Music. Yep. Yep, music as well. We should all. I, we, I know you have your Spotify or a Pandora. If you're an old person like me that still uses Pandora, or whatever, but have physical copies of your music. It's good. That actually does go to the band when you buy physical copies of, yeah. of things. Some of that money actually goes to the band that makes it, rather than 
the bullshit streaming money they get for you listening to their music on streaming services. For real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, support bands with real money. Yeah. That's that's how you should support bands. You get like, what, a thousandth or a millionth of a penny for every listen you get on a song on yeah. Spotify or some shit. Like, it's a ridiculously low amount that means nothing. It's insane. Weird Al um, was interviewed, or was asked at least about it, and uh, yeah, he responded that he made enough off of Spotify this year that he might be able to buy a nice sandwich. Yeah, I and think... he has, like, millions and millions of streams, like, tens of millions of streams. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a, an ad thing... It wasn't really an ad. Actually, no, it was an ad, I guess. <laughs> it was an ad that, like, I found out about it, that it was actually an ad later on, because at first I thought he was doing, like, a, a fake ad for the thing, because Spotify asked him to film, like, a, an ad for them or whatever, because he was right. had so many streams or whatever. They're like, well, people love your music. They would, you know, can we do an ad for us or whatever? And in the ad, he calls out, like, the the twelve dollars and change that was his spotify check he's <laughs> yeah. like you've listened to me this much over the year and i have this many however many millions of streams and whatnot and i just want to personally say thank you for your twelve dollars and he like holds up the check <laughs> he has and everything like that like i thought it was a fake ad but no it's something they actually filmed for spotify <laughs> at some point <laughs> oh that's brilliant yeah it's good on you the balls to do that kind of shit that's amazing yeah. i love that Weird Al has always been ballsy. He's a he's a respectable man yeah. and a talented, talented musician. I don't give a fuck what you think about parody. His originals are fucking brilliant. Yeah, seriously. Go listen to Hardware Store and tell me you could write harmonies like that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I hate Weird Al hate. I don't get it. Fair. I, those are people who just have not listened enough. Also, even if you, you don't like parody, you have to see the genius and the amount of good parody that he is able to do. Yeah, it's it's immense, and he only does it if the song's right, and he asks the artist before he does it. Like, I'm, there's, there's just nothing he asks. Like, yeah. it's, it's a, a level of genius that few ever obtain. Yeah. Many hope to, and few ever do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's like the Bob Ross of music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that. I'd say Weird Al is the Bob Ross of music. I love that you just will, accept that. That's... I will take no questions about me saying that or we me hold... agreeing with it, but I, I will say it. <laughs> no questions, please. Good, good. As long as you and I are on the same page, that's what matters here. True neutral. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, do we have any news? Because I, I I, I'm going to talk about my Christmas a little bit, but I haven't been playing any games because of the chaos of my house and whatnot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to talk about um, one of my Christmas presents in detail because I'm very excited about it. All right, yeah, and I can give a little mini-review. I, I guess I kind of did of Odyssey already, but I can talk a little bit more about a couple of, couple of other things. Yeah. Um, but we do have, uh, one piece of news that, uh, we had mentioned in a re- episode that's recorded, but won't be out for a little bit yet. Uh, but, uh, Jonathan Majors was fired. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kang we did is no longer that. Kang. I forgot we haven't talked about that in this, this main line yeah, 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 yeah. thing here. Um, um, main line in the thing. So, and in that episode, like, do you think that means, are they, did they cancel the, the 
Kang thing, like the Kang-centric movie or whatever that was coming out. I I don't know. I I don't know. I can I can Google that. I can't remember what the movie's called. Um, the Kangiverse. Yeah, though no, there was some. No, it I had a name. I remember it, the Kang Dynasty. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And so, but I don't know if they canceled that or not. Hey, yeah, I said is Kang, and it was like, is Kang Dynasty still happening? Is the the first one? Oh, perfect. Um. Here's um, from Screen Rant. Uh, this is the top Google result. Avengers: The Kang Dynasty reportedly moving forward despite Mar- Marvel dropping Kang actor Jonathan Majors. Good. Awesome. Okay, so it's not going to fuck with the timeline too much then of the 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 movies. That is. Yeah. Because Kang is already fucking with the timeline. That was a silly thing for me to say. Yeah. But. It, it won't affect the movies in the way they're coming out too much. Except that it's going to demand... Unless they do, like, some weird mid-movie switch. I imagine a lot of that's been filmed already. So they're either changing the actor mid-film or they're going to reshoot all of it. I think they would probably reshoot it, um, honestly. I don't know. Because the thing is, if they... Uh... Because that would fuck up the plot of the movie a lot. They'd have to rewrite around the plot. Not not particularly. It really wouldn't be hard to just, like, do the Don Cheadle switch in the middle of the movie and call it time shit. Yeah, but it feels like such a... The Don Cheadle switch, we should write that song. We should write that song. Uh, But it feels like such a, like, almost a Dungeons and Dragons thing, right? Where the character's gone, but then he comes back and it's just a different guy, but it's the same guy. Yeah. No, I I think they should really lean into that if they're going to do it. (laughs) Like, like fully, like, we we are... They should have done that in the D&D movie. It was at least one of the characters. Absolutely, I agree with that. The, The... the Come Faramir back. coming back is Boromir kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either that or just, like, the character dies, and then the same actor comes out, but yeah. they're a completely different character. Like, that that should have been a thing that happened in the D&D movie. Yeah. Fully agree. <laughs> um, but, no, w- with this, they should... If they're going to replace the actor mid-film, which I think could work if they play it right, but they get, they'd have to lean all the way in. Yeah. Like, I mean, just full tilt, head to the ground, lean in. Because uh, otherwise it's not going to play. At all. Uh-uh. But I think even if they leaned into it, I don't. I think they won't do that because I don't think... I think people would hate it. I think people would be mad that Jonathan Majors was still getting paid. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the biggest issue. And I would agree. <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> that kind is of, a fair sentiment to have. Yeah. I, I also think he should not um, be paid for that for that movie if uh if he's going to be replaced moving forward and they are dropping him just generally they should drop him from that film entirely yeah yeah that that is entirely fair i mean that's what they did with amber heard and she had a lot of parts filmed for aquaman too and she is apparently just not in the film at all anymore yeah so I will say... That's just, a full character takeaway, though. They didn't replace her. They just got rid of her. <laughs> yeah. I, well, editing out is pretty easy. Um, especially with a female character in a DC picture. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, that also... They had to take out... Uh, assuming she had many speaking... Like, some many lines, they also had to take out... Oh, 
anything where he was talking to her or anyone was talking to her. Yeah, but once again, I mean, they are the creators of fridging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that might have been Green Lantern, actually. I uh, just keep imagining fucking Gal Gadot looking down going, Miss me? Fucking, what was that? What fucking was that? I bought a shirt. I bought a flash shirt. <laughs> it's one of the worst line reads like fucking ever that's so fucking good <laughs> that's the worst piece of shit film I've ever seen that's taken 14 years it's true <laughs> it's true it's like it's it, it's kind of like uh, when that um, oh, uh, Duke Nukem Took yeah. for, forever and ever and ever to come out, and yeah. then by the time it came out, it was dated in every possible way. And it's just a trash game. Yeah, it was a bad game that was. It wasn't really playable by today's standards. And Duke Nukem it was, Forever. How about Duke Nukem for Never? Yeah, it was super. It was just super bad. Like he's he's a sexist like character Womanizing. of the past that just doesn't. Like, even his, like, it, as a satire doesn't work anymore. Yeah, beer-swilling, cigar-chomping, ladies, saving ladies in bikinis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the special thing in, in every Duke Nukem game, is you find the hidden ladies in bikinis and save them, I guess? I don't know, you walk up to them and then they start dancing. So, I'm not sure it's really saving them, but you find them. <laughs> you find them. <laughs> and they're just hiding in a bikini. That's, <laughs> because you know, they can. That's good. That's what I do when I get in a bikini. Make sure to hide and wait for a strong man. <laughs> a strong man who's going to degrade me. Fetch me a beer and a sandwich. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, Don't oh. you dare put clothes on. <laughs> what were we fucking talking about? I got lost in Duke Nukem. Uh, Jonathan Major's being fired. Yeah, yeah. Because he was found guilty on uh, what, whatever charges Domestic he was, violence. Domestic assault. violence, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Anyway, no good. No good. No good. We can't, we can't have wife beaters in the MCU that aren't on Chris Evans. Because <laughs> that looks great. Um, the, but who would you... If you could pick anybody moving forward to play Kang, who would you pick? Um... Well, I saw uh, the the f- fan pick on the internet right now is uh, Boyega. Yeah, John Boyega would be fucking great. You you mentioned this to me, and I, I hadn't even considered it, but wow, that would be great. That would be really good. I think he could do it. Um, it would need to be somebody who, like, is a definitive character actor mm-hmm. and, and can, can switch, can convince you that he is the same, like... The person with the same DNA from a totally different time. Because yeah. uh, Jonathan Majors uh, might be a wife beater, but he did do that well. Mm-hmm. So you need to you need to get somebody who can um, hold their temper and do that, and maybe just don't. 
result to aggression as, <laughs> as, as a problem-solving technique. Yeah. Also yeah. fair. Yeah. You go somewhere else and get your aggression out with something like music or uh, a punching bag. Yeah. 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 Um, and then you come back with a, a, a calm mind and approach the situation. Don't be hitting people. <laughs> Stop hitting people. It's Just no generally. Good. Yeah. Especially not your partner. Don't do that. No bueno. They trust you. That's mean. <laughs> That's mean. You're a mean person. <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> I don't like mean. <laughs> I like mean people. Not a fan. Oh, goodness. Um, I did have another piece of news. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's let's hear about this. Because I, I hadn't heard about this until you brought up that you needed your phone to look for it for this. Like, like uh, it looks like about... Uh, 17 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, there is a report um, that a uh, one of the robots that is at uh, Tesla factories, specifically a robot that is designed to basically grab and move large pieces of uh, aluminum for the vehicles and things. Okay. Um, so... Uh... Like, it's just, like, a big grabby hand. Like, Calculon, before he was Calculon. Like okay, the, yeah. Like, back when he was hit by the wear car. Yeah, this doesn't bode well. <laughs> start yeah. with that. Um, so, he, apparently, the two employees, so it was apparently first reported by Daily Mail, which doesn't bode well for the thing, but... Yeah, yeah. Um... The report I'm reading is from uh, the Indian India Time. Okay. Um, there was a lot of other articles about this as well, but I really like the way this one's laid out, where it starts with a little intro, and then it says, how the attack took place. And then there's a whole <laughs> little bit about that. I'm like, oh, this is laid out nicely. So I yeah. chose this one. All right. <laughs> Good call. Um, yeah, it's uh, designed to grab and move freshly cast aluminum car parts. So pro- presumably still warm as well. Yeah. Um, so supposedly the robot pinned the man um, I, who was programming software uh, for two other disabled robots nearby. <laughs> so sitting in a chair maybe, probably. Yeah. And uh, maybe just like rolled up and pinned him in his chair against the wall or something, or yeah. to his desk, perhaps. Um, it's kind of important. Um, does it say whether or not it was the grabby hand that pinned him? No. Well, it says. I, I really like the. This article has also uh, given this robot a gender because it, it starts with <laughs> the robot. And then the next sentence is, he then sank his metal claws into the worker's back and arm. Oh, so <laughs> it was the arm. It was, it was the hand thing. Well, it no, was the grabby- after, it pinned him and then grabbed him. Ah. So it rolled up, stuck him there, and then grabbed him like over the shoulder into the chest and arm. That's I much guess. worse. That's much worse than either of the options I had before me. Mm-hmm. Leaving a, quote, trail of blood along the factory service. So I guess maybe... It grabbed and pulled him? That's fun. Because it's designed to move things. So it grabbed him and then just yanked him along. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not aluminum, though. Um, And presumably out of the weight, like, limit for this machine. Like... 
Oh, this apparently took place back in 2021. The articles are just now coming out about it. That's horrifying. What's happening in those factories now? More racism? It's probably more racism. <laughs> yeah, probably more racism. Um, apparently the report also says that as the... As the bleeding engineer attempted to wrestle free from the assembly robot's grasp, a fellow worker hit an emergency stop button. And then once he was free, um, he reportedly fell a couple of feet down a chute designed to collect scrap aluminum. (laughs) (laughs) It was scrapping, man. Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. They turn it off, the robot hand lets go. He's like, not here! Ah!" (laughs) That's just that classic... Let me go, let me go. Oh, poor choice of words. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um so the reason this has being been brought up recently being been um is because there was a uh post as they're being called now on the uh, there was the, a tweet. Uh, yeah, there was a tweet about it. There was a post on X. No, there was a tweet about it. <laughs> there was a tweet about it. It makes it so much easier. Let's just move on. There was um, a tweet. It was on Twitter. Let's yeah, move on. someone someone reshared the old daily, the first old Daily Mail report about it, and uh, apparently Elon Musk uh, responded to it, calling it absurd. <laughs> okay, and I guess just basically denying that it happened right. in general. And so now it's been, it's well, been I brought him. up a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if Daddy Musk says it, <laughs> yeah. it must be true. If he said it on X, then, well, I, there's no, it, it, it's it's true. It's there. According to Linda Yaccarino, everything happens on X. <laughs> that's, that's a quote. She's doing so much work to try and save face for the company. If you just go to her, like, account, she's, she's trying, man. Yeah. She's doing CEO stuff, like, promoting, like really doing everything she can while Elon Musk is just shitting on her head. Just just like, hey, why isn't your mouth open? <laughs> um, it, towards the bottom of this article here, we actually have a report of another death from a, caused by a robot. This one happened earlier this year. Okay. Um, which I guess actually would be earlier last year. For everyone else, because this will come out on Monday. Happy New Year's Day. Oh, I New Year's Day. That's fun. Yeah, Happy New Year's Day. God, I can't see a calendar. I've never <laughs> seen one. Um, but apparently, uh, a robot crushed a worker to death at a vegetable packing plant in South Korea. Was... Um... Um, the was, man was there Tesla involved in this? No, the man died of head and chest injuries after he was grabbed and pressed against a conveyor belt by the robot's arms. Ah, damn, that's terrifying. Uh, maybe we should the... stop using like moving robots. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the the employee <laughs> he died at the vegetable packing plant. Uh-huh. Um, but he was actually an employee of the company that installs industrial robots, and he was sent to that plant to determine whether or not the robot was faulty. <laughs> oh, no. It's like playing a FNAF game. <laughs> I don't I don't mean to laugh. It, no, that, I mean... It, it, I, it, it, it is a tragedy. It is a tragedy that this man died. He was just doing his job. But the irony! Yeah! My god! Like, that's... I I couldn't help myself. I laughed. <laughs> you said... I mean... <laughs> like, you couldn't write that better. No! 
It's like, like I said, that's like playing a FNAF game, and you're like, I gotta check the robot to make sure it's fine, and then it jump scares you and kills you, but it, you actually fucking died. What the fuck? That's amazing. Um, you're not taking me anywhere. So that robot was one of two, apparently what they call pick-in-place robots. Pick-in-place. Yeah, pick-in-place robots um, that was uh, used to package bell peppers and other vegetables. Okay. I don't know why bell peppers was called out specifically there. You could have just said vegetables, but whatever. Uh, probably just more popular. And, I mean, if it's grabbing bell peppers individually, it's got to have, like, a decent grip. Because yeah. you, could, you could poke through a bell pepper so easy. Well, this one says arms. So it, this one apparently had at least two yeah. arms, whereas the first one was just arm. So I imagine it more as the calculon grabby hand style thing. Right. I mean, I guess the vegetable one would also have to be slightly more dexterous, so it wouldn't just crush the vegetables. Yeah, that, I think that that would have been, like, well, one, bell peppers are probably produced more often there, so it's probably, like, the main one, and they do other stuff, too. Yeah. But, um, like, the the fact that they, like, don't pierce the skin of a bell pepper. Bell pepper? Bell pepper. It won't pierce the bell pepper. The fact that they won't get through the bell pepper skin and can move it around just fine is a pretty good indication that they are somewhat dexterous. Because, yeah. like, any hard surface could easily poke through a bell pepper skin. That's true. It's very true. Yeah. So that that might be the reason to point that out. Indeed. Like, it's not an orange. Mm -hmm. You can just grip a fucking orange. Yeah. Well, see, and that guy was crushed to death. It, it crushed his head and chest when it, it put him down. It just pushed him into a conveyor belt, which I assume also maybe gave him, like, a road rash if the yeah. conveyor belt kept moving and yeah. the robot's, like, just pushing him into it. That's that's no good. That's a bad way to die. Don't like it. Like, the other guy didn't die. He was just very wounded. Yeah. That's... I, that's the. Shitty thing to have happen. No doubt. And then dropped into a scrap chute. <laughs> <laughs> you are scrap metal, sir. Bye-bye. Uh, so, yeah, that sucks. And a very, very, you know, unfortunate but ironic death. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean... That's so good. <laughs> I, I want to say something about news, but I just don't have any... All my major news sources are YouTube people who, you know, um, congregate, or um, what is that? The Aggregate. They oh. aggregate the news. Yeah. And I, I get top stories, and then if I find any of them interesting, I, I look into them further, and I bring them here. And uh, all my aggregators are on break. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the holidays. We don't take a break. Yeah. So I can't take advantage of their break. But, right. Um, I um, just don't. I've been thinking about getting ground news, not sponsored. I don't, I just, that one seems good. <laughs> I, I just keep forgetting, and my brain is dumb. So, no, I don't have any news this week. That happens. I don't have news some weeks. Nah. Some weeks. Some weeks I am strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, what uh, Odyssey? Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, let's talk more a little bit more about Odyssey. Um, so I think I really like all the things you can do with Cappy. Uh, I like the versatility that Cappy yeah. gives the game and all the fun powers that you get to play around with and use and whatnot. 
That's pretty cool. My favorite is being a Goomba, and Goomba Mario looks sick. Yeah, and then you get to stack up and be super tall Goomba. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I think my favorite one so far is the plant that grows real tall. Oh, that's a good one. That's a fun one. That's oh, fun the one tank one. is really fun to oh, be, the too. The tank can be fun. I really like being the tank. There's there's a hoppy one. Is it a frog? Is it just a frog? Yeah, yeah. There's it's like the first thing you get pretty much is the frog. The first animal you get. I haven't played through this game since I beat it the second time like three years ago. <laughs> um, I will say that I am not a huge fan of the camera. It moves really slowly. Uh, yeah, yeah. There are some. I remember getting aggravated a little bit just like. Just at individual, like, levels or spots in a level, and it's just like, hey. Yeah, because the camera is, like, you can move the camera. It's a new enough game, obviously, that, like, the you have full motion of the camera. But the how slow it moves, and sometimes when you turn a certain corner, it auto-swings the camera, which is also yeah. really frustrating. Yeah. Uh, like, like there, I, there are a few things with the camera that I really just get upset about it Have really you looked frustrating at your settings at all uh a little bit sometimes it's just sensitivity you just mess with your sensitivity settings and you get it where you like it mm-hmm. uh, that and that'll affect the camera a lot but um also sometimes i've been going around a corner and not anticipated that it would auto swing the camera so i was already swinging the camera to go with the corner uh, and yeah. then it overcorrects the camera which is equally annoying yeah. Especially when you're, like, running, like, trying to do something quickly, like, on a timer, and you overswing the camera, and so it fucks you up, and then you run off the edge or whatever, like... Yeah, that one yeah. sucks, too. Ugh. I just, I didn't look to see if I could turn off the camera's auto-turns, if, like, that mm. might be a function. It may be. Maybe. The settings are always worth checking if you're having an issue like that, because a lot of the time... People understand that it's not universal. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, other than that, it is, like, a really fun Mario game. I never really got to play, like, Mario Super Mario 64 a whole lot when I was a kid. Right. And this feels almost like the next generation of Super Mario 64. It, it is. It is it effectively that. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it is a lot of fun to play. Um, I had a lot of fun. I think so far my favorite world has been... Let's see. Because I really liked the wooded area. The wooded area, and then, like, the underwoods and the deep woods and the secret... Oh, yeah. The secret flower area, and, like, that was all a lot of fun. I really liked that. The first time I fell down into, like, the deep woods, and then the T-Rex comes out of nowhere and starts chasing me, I was like, what? Why is this a horror game all of a sudden? (laughs) What the shit? Um, New Donk was also pretty interesting. Being the T-Rex is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and, uh, this will probably come around back to an asks, so I don't really want to talk about it now, but, uh, I'm developing a theory going through this game that Mario's just a cuck. Uh, (laughs) Well, he doesn't, I mean, I, I think he's just stupid. Also, yeah. I, I think he is just stupid. I don't think he's, like... I don't know if he has a sexual interest in this. Like, actually. I, I've thought about it a lot because I'm a weird guy. But uh, I don't think he actually has a sexual interest or investment. I think it's all... I think it's mm-hmm. all just him, like, 
I deserve a kiss from the princess because I won the game. Like, that, <laughs> that is actually his whole thought process. It's well, not... she didn't even used to kiss him. She just made him cake. Well, yeah, and, like, that would have been good enough for him, probably. Like, that's what I'm saying. I think Mario is just, like, a dumb guy who likes to jump around. I think people give him too much autonomy. Well, you sit on that, and maybe after I beat this game and possibly wonder, we'll swing back around to that, and we'll do a full hour's episode about it. Yeah, you, you, tell, me, you tell me from the final sequence whether or not you think he's, like, actually sexually invested in what he's doing. Like, like actually, like, expects to get his bone wet out of this. You know, like, actually watch for that. Yeah. I like, I fully expect you to come back and be like, he doesn't give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my prediction. Um, uh, overall, so far, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, if I'm going to give it a tentative early score, I'm going to go ahead and throw out like a solid 90 out of 100 dabs yeah. so far. Yeah. It's, it's a just solid, camera, fun huh? game. Uh, there's some camera bugs. Every now and again... Um, it just feels slippery in general, like when you jump or land or something. Sometimes when you go to like run and you do the, the slide power jump, I expect it to have that kind of slidiness to it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I'm just running and jumping, I feel like I slide a little bit too far, like farther than I want on a landing. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing just has a, not quite like I'm on ice, but it does have like a feel of being a little bit too slippery sometimes. Yeah, I get that. Um... And sometimes when you're trying to make a, and and some of it's supposed to be hard, obviously, but sometimes when you're just like, I need to get up on this ledge, and you're trying to do the crouch backflip jump up or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. you just smack the wall a bunch of times, and you crawl two steps forward and jump, and you smack the wall again (laughs) in the same spot. You're like, that makes no fucking sense. (laughs) I moved. (laughs) I moved. Why'd I hit the same spot? Like... Yeah, there there are little frustrating things that happen, um, but overall, it's a really solid game. Hell yeah, yeah. I should play back through that. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't played it in a while. Um, uh, uh, so for Christmas, I got like, I got three new instruments, and I'm very excited. Yeah. I uh, I got a Farfisa combo compact that's, that's <laughs> the other word that's on there and it's it is not super compact but it compacts down some yeah, so yeah. It, it compacts into a case and i think the one that isn't compact is like a full-size organ oh okay yeah uh, so it's it's an electric organ from like the mid 60s and it's it's rad like uh some of the some of the settings don't work been playing around with it and just some of the settings don't work i need to get somebody who knows old electronics to see if we can replace them or if i just have to make do with the ones i have but i also don't mind because there are about half of them work decently oh nice so i got still got some tones i can use and uh i have the basic organ sound which is something i didn't have before right so uh, now you can make creepy doom music in yeah. the basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we walk in for D&D one day, and all we hear is the classic just... <laughs> coming out of the basement, we're like, oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, the other instruments I got were guitars, and... Uh, they were they were They were gotten... Like fifty percent off in uh like a holiday sale deal, 
and one my son picked out, and he was very excited about it. It's a Paul Stanley signature model. It's um, if you don't know, Paul Stanley is the frontman of Kiss, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's just like a fun design thing. It it's got a very Batman feel to it. Yeah, and it's very classic metal hard rock kind of guitar. Yeah, and it's Lion, which is owned by Washburn, which. You know, generally make decent guitars, but it's this... like a it's like a Gibson SG, but edgy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, because I, when I pulled it out, I was like, oh, it's warlocky, but it's only like the very top that's warlocky. The rest of it like rounds out, and then it's got like this this Batman point at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's uh, like the edgy teenage version of the Gibson SG. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it looks really cool, and. Um, that's that's about it. I'm I'm glad I have it because it's a cool shape and it's fun to have. But it's it's not like it plays nice or anything. It does have a number uh, on the back, at, at like out of seven thousand. So it's fun to have like that signature series, oh, that little yeah. that thing. But uh, it's it's um, I'm sorry, Devin. It's just more of a display piece. I'm I'm gonna keep it up. I like the shape. Yeah. But, hey, I'm probably almost never gonna play that Virgo. I'm using it as a display piece, so yeah. it's it's nice. And I, I did do the research, and you, you can play it. You you can. The pewter's fine. It's just unique to you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the present I got that's really fucking just taking me over is. Uh, it's a Hondo Revival H935 guitar is what it's called. But um, if you're any kind of uh, music person, you'd recognize it more as a Gibson ES335 ripoff. Yeah, definitely. It's a beautiful, beautiful semi-hollow electric. Oh, it's it's full hollow. Oh, full hollow. Yeah, it's a, it's a hollow body. Nice. Yeah, hollow body. Yeah, it's got the everything in there is... Yeah. Um but it's it's got mostly the original stuff on it and it's from the nineteen eighties and I've I, I kinda wanna do more research and just get all the stuff I can about the company that made it because Oops. Whoa boomed my mic. It scared me. <laughs> uh, uh but I wanna find out more about the company that made it because they uh, are just surrounded in mystery. I mean they Sounds like we have a discusses episode on our hands. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be something because like this, this guitar and every guitar made by them from like 1980 to 1990, whenever they closed, unclear, mm-hmm. um, has the sticker in it or the the stamp in it that says copyright 1981. Okay, so um, I can't actually tell you exactly what year this came out. I can't just be sure of any of that because the serial number is also not on this. Do we get a guitar that might just send us on a Finding Drago-esque <laughs> fucking trail? I don't know if it'll be that deep, but it, it, it will be interesting if I just like look into, like, because there's good guesses about which companies were producing these, like, which, which like, luthier places mm-hmm. and what it would have been in Japan. And, uh... It's also got the straight Gibson ripoff head, mm-hmm. which uh, was either before the lawsuit or after the lawsuit and sold outside of America. Yeah. Um, 
but all of the original hardware on it is uh, gold, uh, including the the tuner knobs, which are nice and worn down, and it looks so cool. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that's re- uh, been replaced is the knobs. Almost definitely, the knobs have been replaced, and the the pickups. The pickups have been replaced with very nice Seymour Duncan's. Very nice. Ones. <laughs> they, they, it sounds fucking gorgeous, and uh, the. The only thing I'm a little sad about with the uh, pickups is that the originals would have been uh, gold-covered humbuckers like this. Yeah. Uh, like we have on the Ibanez PF200 that my brother has. Yeah, yeah. Gold-plated humbuckers. Also gold-plated on the tuning knobs and stuff, like other hardware. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the bridge... And everything just looks shiny and new. The whole guitar has clearly been well taken care of. And there's a nice, like, thumb-worn spot right above the second fret. And that that just tells me that whoever bought this played it with love. Yeah, they played it, loved it, took good care of it. Yeah, this this was a... It feels like a guitar that was, like, whoever owned it passed away and their kids didn't know what it was and so gave it, like, sold it to the pawn shop or or, you know, whatever. Like, it it has that kind of vibe to it. It really does. I really think that that's what must have happened because the, the, this feels to me like somebody in the 80s or 90s really wanted an ES-335 really badly and this is what they could afford, which would have been the cheaper option, but it is so nice. Mm-hmm. And they clearly loved it enough to put custom knobs and new pickups. And like I said, it's got that wear mark like right on the neck, and it just... it it, it Somebody loved this guitar. Yeah. <laughs> somebody before me loved this guitar, and now I get to, and I feel honored that the person before me loved it so much. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a shame that it ended up in a pawn shop. I wonder why. Yeah. I assume that it is the, the kid thing. Like somebody somebody's dad died and now they've got this guitar and they don't know what to do with it, so you know, go it, to the pawn shop. Uh, I need pizza tonight, so yeah. <laughs> make a quick hundred bucks off this um probably with the pickups six hundred dollar guitar. Oh yeah, definitely. But I like it's it's like a three hundred dollar, four hundred dollar guitar in good shape right now, and uh, man, she got it for a steal. I'll tell you that. Because <laughs> I I saw I think I saw the receipt, and that guitar and the Paul Stanley signature model was three thirty six. I think. Yeah. That is a fucking steal. Yeah, for both of them. Yeah. That's a hell of a fucking deal. You don't find shit like that every day. Uh-uh. You just don't. So, I am super stoked about these, and that that guitar is going to be my my main thing, because I generally play acoustic for, mm-hmm. like, when I'm just playing by myself. I'll play you know, on my either my classical or my acoustic upstairs. And uh, I, while I like my acoustic, this uh, I can plug in without, like, worrying about feedback so much. I don't have a rubber plug, so I got to be really careful about the settings on that. Yeah, um, but I have this the same gives problem me... with my acoustic electric. I can't plug it in like at all. Yeah, we need the rubber plug to yeah. do it. Uh, but the this sounds it gives me the the acoustic vibes that I like in my songs, but it also like has the full electric feel. 
Mm-hmm. Um, MGMT style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saying it shocks you? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it does not. It's so it's so fucking good. It feels good to play. It feels great to look at. I I honestly didn't know how I would feel about owning a fat bottom like that. Because mm-hmm. all my other guitars are fairly skinny. Yeah. Like, just as far as shape is concerned. Like, I got, um... It's Strat style. It's a Stratocaster style. That's that's the style of, like, all of my guitars. Mm-hmm. I, we couldn't think of it. We called it Rocker Guy. Yeah, the Rocker Guy. The dancing dude. Yeah. Which I like better than Strat. But yeah. uh, they, no one's going to know what I'm talking about. They're all Strat style, except for my Les Paul. Yeah. And this yeah, ES-335. And my Epiphone that's sitting over there. Yeah. Both of our Les Pauls are Epiphones, actually. Oh. Yeah. So mm. they are. <laughs> <laughs> As I look over at the rack of guitars, yeah. we're surrounded by so many instruments in this room. You guys, oh, you have some idea. Yeah. But um, it's so many. I Yeah, if you, you check our TikTok, you'll yeah. see how many were in Tree here. Neutral Studio. Yeah. No S. <laughs> but uh, you'll see how many were in here, and you'll I I'm going to do individual TikToks I think for at least this guitar and the piano, and I'll probably just throw the the Paul Stanley in with with the other guitar. Yeah, I might do one at some point and show off the Virgo and maybe my personal Warlock that I talk about all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just uh. I'm gonna. I plan to do individual instrument things for each one and do it. Do it TikTok and you know produce content that way. Yeah. yeah, we can branch out. We can try. We can try. Maybe we'll even revive the YouTube channel. Oh, we'll try. <laughs> I I could I could take. I could just do all of these individually and put them all together and put them in a YouTube video instead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can do other YouTube content as well. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I want you to know the very first thing I thought of was just us in an open field. The camera's just clearly like on the ground or being held by a tripod. And one of us just walks up to the other and just kicks the, kick them in the nuts. Uh, that was just the full content I thought of. My friend. My friend. You've just been kicked in the nuts. <laughs> I, was, I was imagining it like silhouettes and dramatic. It's <laughs> like... Oh, boom. <laughs> uh, I'm not jackass. And I don't want to get kicked in that. I'm over 30 now, man. Let's not. Let's let's just not. <laughs> it's funny. I know how to fake kick somebody in the nuts, to be fair. I'm really good at it. I used to do it with a friend in middle school. We would just do it to freak people out. It's really funny. You just aim for the taint with your toe. And then you don't do use like full force, you use like fake force, so you use full force up until like you're almost there and then you like pull up a little and then you just like wait for the tap on the on the gooch. <laughs> and you pull back. That's the secret to fake kicking somebody in the nuts. Oh, good good to know. <laughs> Everyone was wondering, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us are going to take that knowledge and then drunkenly think we can do it because <laughs> we heard it once. <laughs> Please do. No. That would be really funny. Actually, don't. <laughs> it would be funny. I don't think that's a legal thing. 
I don't think I can get in legal trouble for saying... It would be funny. It would be funny for you to do that. And film it, and maybe then send that tape to I, us. I do not encourage you to film your violence. But funny moments. It's funny moments. We can encourage being filmed. I, I, I will encourage funny moments. <laughs> and if you think it's particularly funny, you can definitely send it to us. <laughs> But I would never encourage anybody to film yeah. their own violence or anybody's violence yeah, and not no. intervene themselves. But if it's funny. <laughs> but if it's funny. But if there's... there is something that is funny. Yeah, if there is humor happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we haven't had a, a little a little question at the end of these for a little bit now. So I think I have a question. Okay. For today. A little something I want us to discuss for a mo. Okay. What do you think happened to Dragon when Donkey and Shrek drank that potion in Shrek 2 and turned beautiful? Because Shrek turned into a person and Fiona turned back into a person, right? Right. That's what they thought of as their beautiful selves, as their human selves or whatever. Right. Donkey turned into a stallion. Right, because right? it's like the beautiful version of a donkey. Yeah, yeah. Dragon is his wife. She was also transformed in that time, but we didn't see it. Right. What did Dragon turn into? Uh, I don't know. What would it? Because, like, the prettier version of a donkey is obviously a stallion. The, the, the like... I think it's almost more that they turned into... Well, it's hard to say... Because Fiona didn't want to be a person. I was going to say what they the, wanted to be. No, it's the, the cultural photogenic ideal. Because I, my sad answer for that was that Dragon turned into a donkey. So she oh. could actually be with Donkey the way she wanted to. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> I love that. And then was probably very upset when she turned back into a dragon. <laughs> I I don't know. I I think it would just be something smaller but i don't i don't know because what (laughs) (laughs) what if she just like got really sparkly oh just like even more glittery than she already is (laughs) yeah just like just like a disco ball now that would be interesting. Like she, like so, the writers would just tell you this is the epitome of beauty. Yeah, right. Like glitter, <laughs> glitter and dragon. <laughs> you got that? You got it in the bag. Yeah, baby. that's all you need, glitter dragon. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to. I, I've been pondering this for a little while now, and I just I can't really. It never occurred to me. <laughs> and now I am stumped forever in my life. <laughs> we can never move on <laughs> until we get an answer. I mean, was there a deleted scene? That was Shrek 2, right? Yeah, it was Shrek 2. There was no deleted scene. Uh, Dragon, at the end of the movie, does show up. Right, with the, but were but there storyboards? I don't... I, I think they just kind of steered clear. For the same reason 
probably that we are having issues, which is what the fuck <laughs> would dragon turn into? Because I'm sure like at some away point, and it's just a fucking cat. Yeah, because like, I'm sure at some point they were like, oh, we can do a funny cutaway to Dragon trying to take care of the babies, but she's not Dragon anymore. And then one of the guys was like, well, what's she going to be then? And everyone went, uh... <laughs> Never mind, Paul, that idea is too hard. <laughs> she's already a dragon. What can we turn her into? Uh, <laughs> like, what if she just turned into a lady and just left you with questions about Donkey? Yeah, yeah, that would be... That would be even more confusing. <laughs> he just turns into, like, a beautiful, like, redhead. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, huh. So, donkeys... Wasn't Fiona already a redhead? They'd, they'd pick someone different. Well, I mean, they, they, they should, but they made the dragon red, so yeah, it would be weird true. if they didn't make her a redhead. Mm-hmm. You're right, you're right. No, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking Fiona. The dragon is very red. The dragon is very red. Purple scale... Or, purple spikes... Maybe. Maybe. So then maybe that could be the hair. Maybe the hair would actually be purple. Maybe. I'd accept that. Uh, yeah. Turn into a lady with red skin and purple hair. <laughs> still breathes fire. Yeah, still breathes fire. <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect form of a dragon. Tiefling. Tiefling. Got it. <laughs> Alright, well, if, if you have any ideas about what dragon might turn into, or if you think that tiefling is the best form of dragon... Which clearly it is. <laughs> Not dragonborn. No, it's tiefling. Tiefling. <laughs> the half-demon that doesn't have any dragon in it at all. Where, where can they tell us about why they think you're wrong? <laughs> Go ahead and tell me why I'm right over at trueneutralpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Or you can get a hold of us at uh, True Neutral Studios on the YouTube, the Instagram, and the threads. I'm at Mr. Dab himself on Instagram and threads. True Neutral Studio on TikTok. TikTok. And True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. Because we can't be easy, can we? No, it's got to be difficult to find no. us. Uh, I, or you I, could Google True Neutral Podcast and, hey, follow the Neon Banana. Yeah, you'll, you'll find it. And uh, also, I probably will change most of these over to True Neutral Studio. And then... Not the... No S... Yeah. Yeah, no S. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> we only have one studio. Yeah. It's not even a studio. This no. is an unfinished room. It is an unfinished room. But we're going to produce multiple podcasts and eventually some music out of it. So I thought we could call it more than one studio. <laughs> that doesn't count. It's it still does. One, it's one studio. It's we're a all... studio for different things. <laughs> yeah, it's still one <laughs> studio for different things. It was in your sentence. It also just rolls off the tongue better, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We could call the other rooms in my house studio rooms. <laughs> This is Studio One. <laughs> My six-year-old's room is Studio Two. That's where the karaoke machine is. <laughs> the bathroom down here, crowded with storage shit that doesn't work as a bathroom, that's Studio Three. Yeah, yeah, that's our uh, <laughs> private place. That's where we go to hide from each other when we're angry and fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go in there without shoes. Just, just... That's not even a joke. My dog chewed out the bottom of the door because I tried to leave him in there once, and it's just a shitty plywood door, so there's just shitty plywood door all over the floor. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. The perfect hiding spot. Yeah. Bye-bye! Bye! <laughs>